alcohol and uh, things that come to mind. Not a whole lot, no. Uh, Polish sausages? No, I don't know anything about that country. <laughs> Pierogies. Is that it? We hope it's not. That's what we're going to try to show you. Poland, all that jazz. Hello, I'm Małgorzata Bonikowska. And I'm Tomek Kniat. Welcome to 37th episode of Polcast. We decided that uh, today's episode is going to be quite special. There will be no interview. The thing is, this is going to be our last episode before Christmas. Now, why did we decide to take two weeks off and not to produce one episode next week and one after next? Is that we have heard on so many occasions from so many people that because we produce our episodes every week... Uh, people are so busy that sometimes they just skipped one or missed one or two or three, depending on their schedule. So we are going to give you time to catch up and uh, listen to the ones that you might have missed. And if we produce more and more and more, you'll never do that. So our suggestion is go to our website, mypodcast.com, under stories, and choose the stories that you have not heard, stories being interviews and topics, and choose the ones that you haven't heard. You can always uh, find an episode in which they were and just listen to that episode. So we leave you for Christmas with some extra episodes to listen to if you missed them. And if there were episodes that you really liked, you can listen to them again. Smachnego. We're here talking about our love for eating Polish. My name is Peter. And my name is Laura. And we wrote two heritage Polish cookbooks called Classic Polish Recipes and Classic Polish Desserts, where all the recipes have been handed down from previous generations. But updated for the modern kitchen, so no pinch of this or a glass of that. And Merry Christmas! After 43 years together, our traditional Christmas Eve supper, Vigilia in Polish, still stays true to tradition, for the most part. I'm grateful to Laura because it's my heritage. Vigilia starts with the light of the first star. We share the wafer, Opratek. set an extra place at the table for that lost stranger, place greens on the table for the crush, and so on. Over time, we've dropped some of the traditional 12 courses, like dried herring or dried fruit compote, but everyone at the table has something special on the menu. And you know, everyone's favorites are crepes with sauerkraut and mushrooms. It's a very Polish treat that goes back many generations. Make the crepes by blending milk, eggs, flour, some water until the batter is smooth. Peter's the crepe maker in our family. He pours about a third of a cup of batter into a hot oiled six inch omelet pan and swirls it around to cover the bottom to keep the crepe from sticking. After a half a minute, I flip it over for another 15 seconds and then transfer each of them to a sheet of wax paper and stack them up. If you've never made crepes or flipped pancakes before, try a practice batch because the messed up ones, and you will mess up one or two, the messed up ones are great with fruit jam. The filling is sauerkraut, onions, mushroom, eggs, and sour cream. 
Rinse and drain the sauerkraut twice and cook it in fresh water for about 20 minutes to reduce the tang. Add the onions, the egg, and cook some more. Season with salt and pepper, remove from heat, add the egg and sour cream, and mix it thoroughly. Next, spoon a small amount of the filling into the center of a crepe and fold it like an envelope. Roll that stuffed crepe and beaten egg, and then in some breadcrumbs. Gently saute the crepes in butter until golden on both sides, and you're done. And what really goes well with it is clear bashed, the classic beet soup. The full recipe for this dish and information about our heritage cookbooks is on our website, www.polishclassiccooking.com. Just scroll down to the Christmas post of December 14th. Smacznego! How do you celebrate Christmas? You celebrate it Polish style? Yeah, Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day when when the kids are in town. Mm -hmm. We always have two Christmases. All right. So when do you get presents? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right? We have this we have this tradition of of giving our daughter that started along you know years ago when she was little her her Christmas pajamas on Christmas Eve. So she got one box that she could open on Christmas Eve and then Christmas. And if, when Peter's parents were alive, we opened gifts with them on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day, they would come visit us and we would open presents on, on the day of. So of course, our daughter has it, you know, the best of both worlds because we alternate Thanksgiving with Christmas. And so when she, she they have uh, Christmas at, at her husband's family, with her husband's family this year, but they'll end up coming back a couple of days after Christmas and expect a second Christmas with us. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a perfect combination of, uh, of the uh, Polish tradition and American yeah. tradition. Yeah, sure. we try. They're, they're, um, they're proud of their heritage, my daughter. She's proud of their, her heritage, but she doesn't follow any of the traditions. You know, she's on her own. On her own. She's pure American. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? But she does like the crepes with sauerkraut and mushrooms. That's interesting because they're not pierogies that you're... Um, you're no, we don't do pierogi. I think uh, pierogi is, is... Let's put it this way. My mother grew up in a, a, a very upper-class family, and they always felt that pierogi was real comfort food. And it was to be kind of an everyday country dish. Mm -hmm. and, and for big holidays, you know, like Christmas Eve and Easter... It's a it's a much more elegant, much more elegant high end meal. And you said you don't do sush, which is that compote, right? The the dry uh, food. No, uh, we gave up on it. Nobody likes it. Yeah. Nobody nobody was crazy about it. I did find one compote that I made many years ago that everybody seemed to like, but we've just kind of gotten away from it because there's just too many dishes on the table. Right, right. I remember there was something that that my grandmother made, which I never made, and I really didn't like it. It was like uh, pasta with uh, poppy seed. Pasta. Oh, noodles and poppy, poppy seed. seed. Yeah. Noodles, right. yeah, noodles with poppy seed. Yeah, that's right. in the book, right? It's in the book. Yeah, and you 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 make it. Um, we have made we it. We have made it. We don't. It's not something we make every year. We, my mother-in-law's was always served. She always served boiled potatoes or a, another vegetable with the fish but rarely did she do the noodles well we get a lot of requests for that yeah. you know for the noodles and poppy seed you know when we when we do uh, an event um you know we make more friends because everybody comes over and everybody tells us their life story and um and what their favorite dishes are 
and they always they always ask for duck blood for Chanina. Yeah, Chanina. Oh gosh. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, are you aware also of Kutia? No, what is that? Kutia is a, is an Eastern Polish dish. It's it's quite amazing. Um, it's it it's it's like it consists of. I think the main thing in it is wheat. And then all kinds of dried uh, candy fruit and uh, what else? Uh, nuts and um, and also it, it's all sticky because you put yeah, honey I've, in it. Honey in it. That's really that sounds like a Middle Eastern dish. Yes, it does, and it is actually East Poland, Eastern Poland, yeah. and it's called kutia. So it's K U T I A. You should look sure. it up. It's it, but uh, it's regional. Like nobody nobody yeah. eats it in the west or center of Poland, but everybody oh, like, eats it in the east. It's interesting. We're doing something interesting in in uh, in January. We're giving a program for the community here in which we live, and it'll be a lot of sampling. We're we're going to be serving bigos and chikwa and and other makolachki. Uh, but one of the things that I like to do for an American audience is called a kielbasa taste test challenge. Okay. So we, give, we give everybody a cup, um, and in the cup. There's cheap American kielbasa from one of the grocery stores, Hillshire Farms or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, mass-produced. And then a slice of good Polish kielbasa mm -hmm. that we get from one of the delis and, and a little dollop of chikwa. Mm -hmm. and, and they have to pick which is the authentic Polish style. <laughs> and they do? They usually succeed? Most of the time. Well, most of the time they get it. Yeah, yeah. because we use, we use um, most of the time I buy this uh, veselna. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, which is which is double smoked and has a lot of garlic in it, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and it's pretty obvious which is more um, more intense in flavor. Definitely, but that's always a popular uh, a popular activity. <laughs>one of our episodes we talked already about the, the, the power of singing together. The singing is the easiest way of making music and making music together and singing together, together when, when our hearts resonate. That experience alone brings us together and what's the better time of, of being closer to each other than Christmas, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day.
discussion about Polish traditions, we will be playing you at least parts of some of the most beautiful, in our opinion, most beautiful Christmas carols. Some of them will come from a very beautiful album, which was produced by Ola Kurkiewicz, who you know very well, who is the author of our, all our jingles, and Magda Babish, a, a wonderful, wonderful cabaret uh, artist and singer. And they recorded this together with the children that they were teaching music uh, to in their school. And uh, the beautiful arrangements, some of them quite unusual. And what's the title of their album? Święta kolendą przeproszone. Well, well, okay. Let's 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 paint the picture. We think of Christmas as as a time of the year when the snow gently falls, and that creates this whole Christmassy atmosphere. So, if you replace that image of the snow falling on the Christmas night, or Christmas Eve night, or Christmas morning, when you open, when you guys open all your presents, and we Poles already enjoy our presents for whole night. <laughs> so, when you when you when in that image of of gentle Christmas morning with the snow falling when you replace the snow flakes with Christmas carols. Maybe instead of trying to describe it, we'll just play some. And if you listen carefully, you will hear way more than Polish carols in that song. Enjoy it. around the table on any occasion without food. And food on Christmas Eve night is very special. Well, first of all, it's a day of fasting. You don't eat meat. But starting in the 
they are still very delicious, and and you can really stuff yourself. Fish is a very interesting topic because, like traditional fish for Christmas Eve. Well, we grew up in the communist times in Poland, and and finding carp was a challenge at that time. And as soon as as usually uh, a man of the house managed to bring a fish, and and it was a fresh fish, still a live fish, home, uh, that fish was put in. In a bathtub. So a few days before Christmas, the bathtub in the house was occupied by a fish. And also, I remember that we didn't have multiple bathrooms. We had this one bathroom per apartment. So cold water in the bathtub, and that carp was there. So everybody remembers that from their childhood, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, carp swimming in that uh, water, and then unfortunately, the day of the slaughter came. And out of that whole experience, there were some delicious and beautiful dishes created. Carb and jelly—that that was very popular. Now another important part of of, of um, the tradition of Christmas uh, Eve, as far as food is concerned, is poppy seed. There's a lot of poppy seed in there. So, for example, at my grandmother's—we never did it in our house, but we in our family later. But my grandmother, um, when we had a big gathering in her house, there was always uh, noodles with um, poppy seed. You've also heard about this dish um, when uh, Laura and Peter were talking about it, but so that was one thing. Of course, there was a poppy seed cake at the end, as a dessert, and a lot of poppy seed generally. I and pierogi. And pierogi with, of course, with uh, sauerkraut and mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms almost in everything. Oh no, that's not a real Christmas Eve. <laughs> a Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve without bars and those those little pierogies filled with. Well, the dumplings that are tiny ones that are cold in Polish, which means ears. ears. What I wanted to say is that I grew up in the house with, um, with a wild mushroom soup, but then through my marriage, which was very the adjustments of marriage. That's a that's a completely new episode. Well, a kapusta, which is cabbage with with wild mushrooms, which needs sauerkraut with, with, with basically because we already had a episode, a, one of the stories in one of the episodes dedicated to bigos. So meatless bigos, where where meat is replaced by wild mushrooms, it's really good, and all of that goes very well with alcohol. Well, bigos. Well, but it lasts longer than just Vigilia. Well, if we sit at the table uh, until after midnight... Then you go to the midnight mass. Well, if you do, you come back and make it Yes. Really, really, you're not supposed to drink That's correct. But anyway, how do you start? You start by doing something amazing. Because we have this apuatic, which is a white wafer kind of thing, which uh, we buy and then we divide it. We, if we break the bread. It is, it is, it is right. Symbolic bread. So we break it and we wish everybody, like everybody, we go around and everybody has a piece of it and you take a piece of somebody else's and then you, we, you wish each other all the best, you give people kisses and hugs and then this takes a while and then you sit down. Uh, but there's always one more spot at the table. The, the traditional setting of 
Christmas Eve table in Polish tradition has one additional plate as seat for for un for for unexpected guests for somebody who needs help that night. And 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 the, the tradition that it's so needed these days, and tradition that this continued, but often we forget the meaning of it. Under the Christmas Eve um, tablecloth, there's a little bit of hay. Yes. Where does that well, it depends where you get your hay from. But uh, but obviously obviously the tradition the, the same as that extra extra seat at the table. This all comes to the story of Christ being born and and where he was born. Let's listen to another carol. Mass, the midnight mass, is the, the moment where the Christmas really starts. Christmas Eve is called Vigilia, which is really in Polish means the day before anything. And then uh, Christmas Day is called Pierwszy Film, so it's the first day of Christmas. And then we have Boxing Day, which is the second day of Christmas. That's Drugi On the first day of Christmas. During Christmas Eve supper. I remember that very clearly from my childhood. And I never noticed that somebody suddenly disappeared. You know? Oh, well, you focus so much on the presents that you don't care who is sitting yeah. on the table. Then I remember noticing that somebody was wearing shoes that looked exactly like my father's or somebody else's. Yeah. Oh well, there's 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 only one thing better than receiving presents of Sa- from Santa, and in my view is uh, being one. 
to 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 be to actually no actually no but i i i think i enjoy giving presents i enjoy i maybe i need to gain a few pounds <laughs> no you know in our home we have no santa because the, the tradition that we try to to keep celebrate here is that the traditional polish christmas eve supper supposed to start we're supposed to start breaking the bread at the time when the first star appears on the sky and usually it's a planet venus not the star but who cares it's something something shining up there but the way we modify it in our household is we send our boys out into the park across the street to look for that star and somehow while they are out there looking for the first star santa comes they they, they keep missing him every year uh he wants to He wants to, yes. Yeah, I think he starts to believe in magics of electronics and computers more than Santa. <laughs> and okay, so, so anyway, so that's Christmas uh, Eve. On Christmas Day we eat a lot, of course. Uh, we have breakfast as opposed to, I guess, lunch. It's a, it's a big Christmas. But, but big big tradition, and I don't think that tradition is being continued as much as many others, is going and visiting houses dressed up in... Uh, in costumes. These are not Halloween costumes. These are costumes taken from the the story of the of the birth of Jesus. So they are. There is an angel. There is there is a, a devil. Uh, there there is that that Turon, which is an ancient animal, and and group of well, not only not only young people go from house to house singing Christmas carols in exchange for small gifts, for food, for drinks. In the countryside, these would not necessarily be kids, as you say. They would actually, most of them would be adults with some kids. And the, the houses were ready, like the families that were visited were ready to give uh, mostly vodka. Hmm. Oh, vodka and some food. And some food and some little things. And yeah, it was very, very joyful. Well, when when one of the the most beautiful moments for me here for Christmas in Canada actually were, were a group of of Polish scouts, boys and girls coming to our house uh, and and keeping that tradition. So today we're at your home and it's really wonderful just before Christmas. And of course, it wouldn't be Christmas without Christmas wishes. So we want to wish you. Uh, what do we want to wish our listeners? Happy and healthy Christmas. So happy and healthy Christmas. This is what we say, Wesołych i Zdrowych Świąt. But we really wish you uh, a wonderful, wonderful time with your loved ones, whoever they are, wherever they are. And prosperous New Year, which in Polish, old Polish tradition is do siego roku. And it's actually two different words, do siego roku, which means happy New Year. You will be hearing us. Next year. Doszego roku. Doszego roku. You've been listening to 37th episode of Polcast.
podcast is created, recorded and produced in Toronto by Małgorzata Bonikowska and Tomek Kniat. For full-length interviews, visuals and a lot of additional information, please visit our website at mypodcast.com. We're always curious about your reactions, comments and suggestions. Also, ideas for the new stories. Please share them on our website, mypodcast.com. We leave you with a, one of the most beautiful Christmas carols, which actually goes back to the 18th century, and it's called Lulaj Je Jezuniu, which means uh, sleep baby Jesus, sleep little Jesus. It's going to be sung by an amazing singer. Irena Santor. Lulaj Je Jezuniu, and we wish you a Merry Christmas, Wesołych Świąt. Thank you for listening to podcast Dosiego Roku. Ooh. Mm-hmm.